episode 25, or as Joe said right before we started, 25. <laughs> I knew it was odd, and then I was about to say four, but I knew it wasn't a four, and so it just went... Blah, blah. <laughs> We know what we're doing. We're really professional. Um, but yeah, it is episode 25. Very exciting. And this is our Christmas week episode. Um, we are neither, neither of us are very Christmassy people, I guess. So, I mean, this is not going to be heavily themed um, because I don't yes. know what we would talk about for a full I episode. I sent you a Chris, I sent you like a jokey sex toy as a Christmas gift. So I feel like that's like pretty representative of how we feel about Christmas. So yeah, that's like roughly like how we feel about the holidays. Um, so, I mean, I, I'm not like a total Scrooge. Like I do like certain things about Christmas, but I feel like the whole Christmas industrial complex just takes it to the extreme. And there's a lot of things I don't like about the holiday season. So um, yeah, we will not be getting like super heavy on holidays. Don't worry. Um, but we do have a special guest here with us, and it is actually Joe's special guest. So Joe, why don't you introduce your friend? Yeah, so it's a friend that I've had for a very long time. Um, so we're very excited to introduce uh, Dr. Phil. So Dr. Phil, why don't you? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize you were going to introduce him that way. I love it. <laughs> there you go. Although I guess just on a side note, I guess that does kind of tie a little into some some of the current uh, events. How they're I guess on our future, um, what would you say, a future elect like uh, first lady? How there's like that. Yeah, someone brought that up too. They're like, yeah, we call Doctor Phil Doctor, but like we can't call like Jill Biden Doctor. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I, I, I have, I have a, I'm Doctor Phil with a PhD, not not an MD. So according to that uh, that one journal, I. I they probably would say not to call me doctor, but I disagree. Um, but yeah, so uh, my, my name's Philip. I, Joe and I have known each other since preschool. We were, we were like, what, like two or three or something like that? Geez, yeah, it's honestly like, there's very few memories that like I, I have that you're not in. So it's honestly hard to keep track. Yeah, but, but so basically like Joe and I have known each other for like going on like, I don't want to say like 26, 27 years. Yeah. Um, which is always funny kind of meeting some people and, you know, especially if they're a few years younger and it's like, oh yeah, I have like a friend who's like our friendships like older than you are, um, which is kind of crazy. Um, but yeah, we went, we went preschool all the way to uh, through eighth grade. Uh, we went to different high schools, but obviously still uh, kept in touch, um, went to different colleges. Uh, then I, I went down actually, I, I, I'd been in you know, Oklahoma my whole life, but then went down to Florida for my PhD. Uh, I was down there for just about five years, uh, then ended up moving back uh, to Oklahoma City uh, for a job. I'm, I'm working for a uh, CMO, which is a contract manufacturer op operator uh, for various uh, biotechnology medicines. We're, we're actually part of um, the Operation Warp Drive, the uh, COVID vaccine. So it's been interesting being on uh, this side of things. I'm actually kind of seeing some of the nuts and bolts of that operation. Um, so that, that's been my, my kind of experience for 2020, maybe a little different than some other people that it's like, oh, may actually, uh, play a part in ending all of this, but obviously that would still all the craziness of 2020, but all that, you know, I was excited when, uh, Joe started doing his podcast and listening to it from the very get go and finally happy to, uh, be on here now. Yeah, so the story of me and Philip is interesting. So it kind of like mirrors Sarah and I in a weird way and that like kind of when you're that young, like you don't really have like a 
very deep understanding of friendship. It was more like, Philip has cool toys. Let's be friends. And uh, <laughs> that's kind of like the same way with Sarah. Like Sarah was like, you have a cool iPhone. Let's like talk. And so like, that's how like things like spurred on from there. But yeah, Philip's gone on and when he was getting his PhD, he was developing like medicine that like could be transported through like contact lenses. And now he's doing mm-hmm. COVID stuff. Essentially to like sum up in very like general terms, he's doing like way cooler things and like either Sarah and I understand, and I'm like, not to diss people who are listening, but probably like higher level than a lot of our listeners, myself included, so. <laughs> this is how I feel with Andrew too. Like the stuff he does is so crazy. He has a PhD in chemistry and just, he does insane things. And I'm like, Haha, that's funny. I'm going to go laugh about a dildo. Like, great, good time. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. It, it takes all interesting... kinds to make the world. It takes all <laughs> kinds. If, if everyone was just a scientist, this would just be a really, really boring world. Awesome. All right. Well, Philip, we are so glad you're here. And yeah, we'll just get into it. We, again, of course, have no business. As always, we don't do business around these parts. Um, so, Joe, it is an odd number. So I think you go first, right? Yeah, we got it. Ooh. Oh, I'm getting so good at this, you guys. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why it took like Karen and Georgia like 200 episodes to figure it out. I think we got it down by like, I don't know, 15, 16. Like, I don't know if we got it eventually. I mean, it took us. me a little while, I'll be honest, but we're here now. It's all good. I think I know. So yeah. I don't know, after a while, it's just like even odd made sense. So that cool. makes too much sense, though. You're too logical. <laughs> I right. brought up the maths. I have all the maths. You did the maths. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so there wasn't a whole lot of misconnections this week, but this one like is so vague that like, I don't know, I love it. So it's not even like that specific of a place, but the title is, Do You Notice? So we're already very specific on this. To my neighbor, do you notice that I notice you? We do not know each other, but I seen you. Twice black leggings and red jacket. Couple dogs, you are attractive and that body. Ladies only, but one specific if you see this. And that's the end of it. Okay, so right off the bat, I have a lot of thoughts. Um, I was kind of with him. And then he said, ladies only, but specifically that one woman. So... I thought this was very specifically about one lady, but then he just kind of like opened it up at the end there that was like, hey, like if you're reading this, like I'd also be down to meet you as long as you're a lady. So I guess he's not that into that one lady if he's just like kind of throwing it out there. Um, Yeah, his descriptions could use some work, very broad, not sure who that could apply to, pretty much anyone. No, my favorite sentence, because it's a grammatical nightmare, which is really fun to do on a podcast because like you can't see anything. So like this is all one sentence. There's no commas. There's literally nothing. So it's couple dogs, you are attractive, and that body. So it's like three separate thoughts all just like blended just together. Mashed right together. Yeah. And that body. I'm glad she has a body. She is in fact <laughs> human. That's what he's saying. Um he didn't say it's a good body. He didn't say like, I like that body. He just said, and that body, like, as in you have one. So <laughs> I'm glad you picked up on that because that was like really disturbing to me for some reason. Cause like, I almost halfway wished it would be like nice breasts, nice ass, nice legs. Like, I don't know something more specific, but for some reason that body really offended me on some weird level that I'm like, can't fully describe. Well, it, 
there's no descriptor. It's it's literally just a statement. That body, like she has a body. <laughs> like <laughs> again, not saying it's good, not saying it's bad. It's just it's there. <laughs> like <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh wow. Um, Philip, any thoughts on that? Well, kind of going off of the, your comment, I, I guess like so, ghosts are like a a no go for that. Yeah, body required. Be. Yeah. Ghosts have like ghosts have like a body. It's like celestial body, but it's a body. I mean, what if you just have kind of like a like a foggy, you know, ambiance presence? Like it, it just kind of floats away. Like you don't have a body, but there's kind of just like a ghostly cloud there. Like, does that count, or yeah, does it need to be a human body? Yeah. yeah. Could it? Could it? Would this guy be open to dating bodies of water? Oh man. Oh, it's like a he lake. Could. He's a, he's around. He sees a lake and he's just like nice that body. <laughs> so can we? For like a quick second, talk about my favorite ghost in a film. Are you guys familiar with the movie Ghostbusters? It, yeah, absolutely. There's a the very random, yeah, 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 the original Ghostbusters. There's a very random scene with Dan Aykroyd where he's like asleep and like some random lady ghost like gives him a blowjob. And there's like, there's no context, whatever. It never gets referenced again. It never really gets referenced like why that happens. It's just like a quick, like five or 10 seconds of that movie. And then like, they, they don't catch the ghost. Like clearly Dan Aykroyd's having a great time. But for some reason that made me think- I do not remember ghost. this. I don't remember this. That's how fast this apparently happens in the movie and they don't reference it or anything. Wow. No, it's very quick. Like I remember seeing it the first time and it never come out. I think I was fairly young, but yeah, like I remember some movie site talking about it and I was like, that doesn't exist. And then I was watching it with my parents and oh yeah, it does. Oh my God. It definitely does. I've only seen that movie like once, I think all the way through. I've seen parts of it on TV and stuff, but I've, I've only actually sat down and watched that movie all the way through once. And like, I'll be honest, like I didn't really love it. So I probably wasn't paying that much attention, but wow. Good I to agree. know. It's like, it's neat for like a nerdy comedy, like in theory, but it's not like a very like funny haha movie. No, all. and people really, really hype it up. People are like so into it and I don't really get the like insane hype. Like it's good, but I don't know. Like, I mean, it's fine. It's, it's just not like amazing in my opinion, but I don't know. I could be wrong. Philip, anyway, it's the giant one. marshmallow at the end. That's what that is cool. I that do really like cool. the Stay Puffed yeah, yeah, yeah. Marshmallow Man. I do like him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, awesome. All right. Well, my first one, um, I was telling Joe before we started recording that I mixed it up this week a little bit because I actually had some really fun um, posts that I found in the wild, not from Craigslist, just from like my other life on social media. Um, so I had to share these cause they were too good not to discuss. So my first one to give you some context, um, was posted in a Facebook group that's called star Wars Sith posting special edition. So it's like a shit posting group, but it's Sith posting cause it's star Wars. Um, and where people just post like stupid star Wars memes and I love it. It's a meme group. It's very straightforward. That's about all there is to it. This guy posted in the group this week. So again, a meme group, and I'll just read you the post. It's a little lengthy, so get ready, but very much worth it. He starts off. I'd just like to clear something up regarding the accusations being made about me by some of the female members of this group. Hmm. The accusations regarding my so-called behavior 
and he put that in quotes, are untrue and extremely hurtful. To the accusers, you know who you are, kitten. A few points for your consideration. Thinking. Point one. Yes, I was asking for feet pics in the DMs. I I will admit to that. Apparently, this can come off as inappropriate for some, so I reluctantly apologize for that. Two. The feet pics I was attempting to accumulate from this server he's a server were strictly for artistic purposes and non-sexual in nature (laughs) ever heard of a non-sexual foot fetishist well sorry to break it to you three i have almost never taken screenshots of the feet that have been sent to me and or sent these pics to other people four no i have not been making threats to those who choose to ignore my messages and friend requests Telling someone who has clearly wronged me that there will be consequences for their actions is not a threat, in quotes. (laughs) I consider it more a life lesson, per se. Learn the difference, then report back to me. I'll be right here waiting for an apology. Five. And finally, as you can see, I didn't tag any of the women who wronged me in this message, as doing so would not comply with my ethics, but I will always respect one's decision to have their own so-called opinion, in quotes, no matter how misguided it may be. As you can tell, my interests lay mainly in the high arts, and I can guarantee you that if and when you do decide to step down off your fucking throne and accept my humble friend requests, feet pics or not, at the very least, you will end up having a very compatible and knowledgeable friend. Hopefully this clears a few things up with the more disgruntled members of the group. The end. There's literally so wow. much. I, I know, I can't even yeah, like, address it. Like, there's, there's too much. Like, it's too much. I, so I just need to like emphasize once again, this was all posted in a Star Wars fucking meme group. <laughs> just a bunch of nerds a bunch of nerds laughing at star wars memes and then we get this (laughs) so i think that's like above all like if you're in a group like in general you don't like randomly dm people unless you like you're gonna like say that you're gonna do that like whenever i have in the past it's like hey is it okay to like dm and then like you have your own little sub conversation so this dude just like taking girls who like Star Wars memes and then being like, yo, can I get some feet picked so I can like, for pure artistic purposes, <laughs> like I, I promise I won't keep them in my phone, maybe. Then he, and then he was apparently threatening them when they, re- yeah. when they ignored his request or denied his friend request. <laughs> like, like a total stranger out of the blue asking them for feet pics, they ignore it. And then he threatens them like, Oh my god! Oh, it's his, I don't even know. Was, I want to know like what his threat was. Like, bitch, you don't appreciate art. Like, what? What? Did what he... was he gonna say? Expose them for not wanting to send him feet pics? Okay, like <laughs> if that's what you're gonna share with the world, that I'm not giving random guys on the internet my feet pics. Like, I'm okay with that threat. Like, <laughs> so did any of the ladies like? post pictures of his like conversations or anything 
I don't know. I didn't even read the comments. I was so blown away. I just screenshotted this and before Damn. it got like deleted by the admins or something. And I was just like, what? But when I, at the point when I screenshotted this, it already had like 106 laugh reacts <laughs> and 66 comments and then one share. Someone apparently shared it somewhere. So, but like, I just, there's so much packed into this and it, it's all so upsetting. I think it's the moral of the story. Like everything about it is upsetting. Um, but yeah, he, I just, I'm blown away people man yeah I actually I actually had a conversation with this this week with my future boss about how her daughter should sell feet pics okay wow that's a good work conversation for sure for sure I don't know how this devolved but she was just saying like she's like ah you could like make a little money online and like show like your bikini and I was like hell no you don't have to do that far just like take a picture of your foot and she's like wait she just, so I should just like tell my daughter like take pictures of her feet and I'm like hell yeah like she should and, and so like we had a great conversation she's like I'm gonna tell my daughter to do this and I'm like yeah like there's no one getting hurt like just take a couple feet pics make a hundred bucks and it's done I was like yeah, if I was honestly, a girl I would do it yeah no it I I think I should get into it, honestly. It's a, it seems like a great deal. I feel like I have pretty cute feet. I feel like I could do it. I almost was, like, going to tell you to, like, message that dude on Star Wars and, like, take a photo of, like, Andrew's foot and, like, see how he reacts to it. I just want to send him Thomas's paw and just see what happens. Okay, so this one I found on Reddit. It was this person fucked up by not knowing what fingering was. So this oh, is magical. No. All right, so the year was 2011. My mom ran us to Target to pick up some clothes and as usual dropped me off in the toy aisle so I didn't scream and got bored. As a child growing up in the early 2000s, I considered myself pretty knowledgeable of most things or as knowledgeable as an eight-year-old can get, but nothing would prepare me for the knowledge I would permanently burn into my brain. I was browsing the uh, board games when I came across a small black and white box with the words Cards Against Humanity written on the front. My curiosity peaked as I turned the box around to look at the back, which displayed some examples of what the cards looked like. I quickly gasped and hid the box when I realized the words on the cards were adult words. Glancing quickly to make sure my mom wasn't around, I picked up the box and flipped it around. The adrenaline felt intense, like I was getting away with murder. I read off all the cards, giggling at the meetings, when I got stuck staring at a certain card, a white card that just said fingering on it. Of all the adult words in my eight-year-old vocabulary, I had no idea what the fuck fingering was supposed to mean. I sat there a few good minutes thinking, what's bad that you, what's so bad that you would use your fingers? That's when it hit me. Oh, like flipping people off with your fingers. Like fingering must be another word for like flipping people off. I sat there staring at the box a few more minutes before my mom came and grabbed me. We were on our way home when some dude cut us off. My mom honked at the man and he flipped her off. Well, that was rude. When we got home, my older sister asked me how our trip was, to which I told her it was fine. But on the way home, some strange man figured mom and me. I, I know. It's really wholesome and innocent and yeah. like pretty, pretty cute. I, I like it. <laughs> I don't know. For Christmas, like I like the wholesomeness of it. And then like, yeah, he, apparently he said um, his, his, uh, he, they were all together for like Christmas and apparently they got a kick out of like, I guess it blew up pretty well on Reddit. So they, uh, Got some kicks out of like seeing everyone laughing at it. Nice, nice. All right. Well, my next one was another one that I found in the wild. Uh, so this one is a fun category that I feel like we could actually do a lot more with in the future because it's a gold mine. But um, this comes from an Amazon review on an item. Oh. 
Yeah. Oh yeah, that is a good source. <laughs> so I was uh, realizing that with it being winter, um, it gets dark really early here, everywhere, of course. And um, me and Thomas on our, our walk after I get done with the work day, it starts getting dark and we were at the park and all the other dogs had cool, like glowing light up collars on. And I was like, well, I don't want Thomas to be like the loser kid. So I'm going to get him a, like a light up collar too. So he can like fit in and be cool. Cause I'm a cool mom. So I go on Amazon and I'm looking at these light up dog collars and I find one that looks good. So I scroll down to read the reviews about it to just see like if people are saying it's crap or something. Um, and I come across the top review for this item and this collar this collar had like a bazillion reviews and a bunch of ratings, but this was the top one. So <laughs> the, it goes, um, the subject is locator beacon for Ninja Alpaca. What? <laughs> um, and the description goes, stealthy alpaca is well, stealthy. He's very difficult to locate on my five acres in the dark. He doesn't make any audible noises, and unlike the horses, you can't even hear his footsteps. He takes great pleasure in hiding behind bushes and not revealing his location as I walk just 10 feet away calling his name. I'm sick of thinking he's escaped, stolen, or dead. This caller solved the problem. Ninja no more. of the llama wearing the collar like <laughs> i was about to say did he make this up but like that's no, so specific no there is a picture of the llama wearing the glowing collar like full-on or i'm sorry alpaca but yeah it is so cute and so funny he's a ninja alpaca he's super ste- super stealthy and I love it. I love this guy's excellent review. It was so helpful. I immediately bought the product based on this review. And then the best part was that 1,497 people marked his review as helpful. <laughs> I mean, I think we all need to go on there and mark it as helpful I mean, too. I, would, like, I, was, I was the 1,498th person to do that. So yeah, <laughs> like, I was like, you're right. This is extremely helpful. Five stars. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, so it, it just, so, you know, um, the item came in various colors. He bought the cotton candy pink color for the alpaca. And he of course had to buy the size extra large. So yeah, but nice. very effective. Yeah. So well, I love it. Solved his ninja llama problem. I know it's so, <laughs> it just is, it made me so happy when I read it. I was like, this is like the best Amazon review I've ever seen. So, and it's clearly not made up because he posted the picture for us. So I love it. <laughs> yeah, so we may need to get into some more Amazon reviews because I'm sure there's some good ones out there. That may be a future I'm sure uh, great ones. Future segment for us. So yeah, <laughs> more like Etsy too, because Etsy would have some like weird products. Oh man, Etsy could get weird. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, I got one that you're gonna like a lot. Okay. So this guy screwed up by laughing uncontrollably when my wife asked me how she looked. So this happened earlier today and I'm still laughing. My wife walked into the living room while I was laying on the couch. And from my angle, I could see her face before I saw the rest of her. Based on her face, I could tell she was feeling cute. So I was getting ready to hype her up and tell her how, how cute she looked. Then I saw what she was wearing. It was an overalls type thing with shorts, but instead of long pants. And underneath, she was wearing a yellow shirt. 
how do I look? She said while doing a little pose. I started laughing so hard before I said, like a fucking minion. I couldn't stop laughing while my poor, beautiful wife walked back in the bedroom and changed before leaving the house. It probably wasn't the smartest idea when I yelled, don't forget your goggles as she walked out the door. This is some shit that would happen to me. Like, this is something that Andrew would do to me. Like, 100%. I relate to this woman deeply. Like, you come out thinking you look cute, and then just laughter. And you're like, fine, I guess I'll just go. Like, <laughs> I know, this is happened to you, but I'm also just like, all right. Like, that's a very minion-y outfit, though. Like, so, yeah. like, I kind of don't blame him. Like, you got to, like, tell her somehow. Maybe this wasn't the best way, but you got to communicate that some way. Oh, my God. I mean, I appreciate his honesty, but at the same time, like, ouch. <laughs> but I guess if I looked like a minion, I, too, would want someone to tell me because I hate minions. So that's fair. I uh, need to send you a picture um, where I go running um, in Kansas City. There's a house that decorated for Christmas. And I've seen a couple like inflatable minions and I'm like, all right, fine. But like those, they just bought them. These people took like propane tanks and painted them as minions. I've seen those, yeah. Yeah, they have like three of them though. So like they really like spent a lot of effort like going all out minion, so. I need to send you the picture. That's that's too much dedication for that. That that's taking it too far. I don't understand really the minion is. obsession. I just I I don't get it. Like there's some I'm missing some key component of it. Like I don't understand. It's purely like a middle-aged lady thing, I think. Well, that's what I don't get is like, okay, like when kids are obsessed with something I don't get, like, I don't care. Like, I mean, yeah. like, I understand like why my parents like didn't give a shit about Pokemon. Like, fine. Like, they don't get it. They don't know what's going on, whatever. With minions, I'm like, why is it all like old people that like love the minions? It's I like mean, older ladies who love minions and I don't understand. They think they're like the funniest thing ever. They literally just say banana and like make weird noises and that's it. They make weird noises. Yeah. I... I spotted like a non-ironic minion meme like shared like in the wild the other day and I was like so upset like like unreasonably upset by it I was like wait no <laughs> like, what is happening oh my goodness all right well my last one is kind of weirdly wholesome I don't know this one is back from Craigslist so this is a this is back to a classic format um this is a local one of course and I just thought it was intriguing on a number of levels so the title is green truck bed full of firewood so driving north on center city parkway around lunchtime last week your truck bed full of firewood caught my eye at the stoplight i glanced over to see a handsome bearded man what looked like dried herbs bundled on the dash sage lavender maybe and wearing a lava rock beaded bracelet on your left wrist I felt such good energy, I rolled down my window to share Merry Christmas. Your smile was even more pleasing. Then you turned onto North Iris Lane and I continued to the country club. If you're open to good energy, new friends, it'd be nice to connect and chat over an open fire. I could use a new perspective for brainstorming some ideas. Namaste, L. <laughs> so... I immediately read this as some 
thirsty ass bougie housewife named Elle on her way to the country club. She sounds really hippy dippy and she sees just some rugged bearded man. And she's like, that's my holiday Hallmark movie. Like come to real life. Like she's trying so hard to make it happen. (laughs) Yeah. The namaste is like my favorite. I know. And and then I continued on my way to the country club. (laughs) Oh, okay. I feel like she's really just trying to live out her Hallmark movie like fantasies here with some rugged man with lumber. <laughs> you, do you think you, I mean, you seem rugged because all that wood chop, but if he did have like a bunch of like cut herbs and stuff on his like dashboard, that, that almost makes it sound like the, oh, the strange combo of like a hippie lumberjack, which I, I don't think I've ever met that, but maybe, maybe this was, you know, the one you, you, you meet that uh, lumberjack that as she said, you know, wants to give like good vibes and, you know, do yoga right before chopping down a, a forest. So yeah, it seems like a pretty odd combination. So maybe she saw that and was like, this is the man for me. This is what I've been looking for. Like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't think you can like judge like lumberjacks too much on stereotypes. Cause if like Monty Python taught us anything, they sometimes like to wear high heels <laughs> and like wear women's clothes and like pretend they're a girly. So, you know, like Gosh, I hope Elle, like, you know, finds what she's looking for. Um, But I just, I don't know. I have some questions about her motivations here. Yeah, Yeah. she felt good energy. She did. I guess that is a a question. Do you you think this is like someone that's like younger and single or are we talking like, you know, middle-aged, like mom, like in a a stagnant, like marriage kind of thing? I think... Based on the country club comment, I think she's definitely like an unsatisfied like housewife going through like a midlife crisis and she got really into like, you know, being spiritual and everything and now she's just, you know, looking for an outlet. I think that's the vibe here. Yeah, I think you're right. I was actually thinking like younger, like 30s, but I think you're right, actually. I don't know. Nah, I think she's like 40s or 50s. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, and I think the lumberjack man was probably like in his like 30s. That's what I would guess. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Well, awesome. (laughs) I have a a bonus one to discuss. I just saw it like before we started recording. So it's on the wedding shaming group that we're on on Facebook. Ooh, we love a wedding shaming. This one's good. So this girl posted, she's in college and she, I guess, had saved like 40000 or so for her, like college education. And so her older sister got married and to help pay for the wedding, her parents took out a second mortgage on their house. Oh my God. So then the dad ended up losing her job, his job. So the parents asked her to help pay like, cause they were like going through some troubles And so like, she didn't mind like giving them like a couple thousand or so, but then the parents were like, we need like to dip into like all of your money for college basically. And she's like, "Um, no, I don't mind like helping you out some, but I'm not gonna give you like everything just because you took out a second mortgage for my sister. And their parents were like, you don't love us. And like, she's like, sorry, but I'm not gonna do that. And that was pretty much the end of the story. And I was like, oh my God, like, no your parents don't love you like what the hell why would you why would you take out a a second mortgage for a wedding like why why especially when your daughter it sounds like the daughter 
saved up that money on her own, right? Like for her yes. college money, like she had done that herself. So like, why would her parents not pay for her college, but take out a second mortgage for the other girl's wedding? What the hell? I don't know. Seems like very like sibling bias. And she said that their parents were like, well, you earned that money when you were like living with us. So like, we're entitled to some of it. What? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. But like you, it, your parent, like your parents it's literally your job to like house your children like what i don't right. that that doesn't really hold up like what no. what a mess yeah i was like geez this is like so much well because i mean if they're taking out a mortgage like how much were they spending on this like wedding that i mean this has, has to be like i mean i guess it depends on like you know where they are in america like how how much like a house is but the I mean, even in Oklahoma, like a house is like, you know, 100, 150,000. So. so it sounded Maybe like the second the mortgage, mortgage was like about like 30,000 or something like that, I think. 37. Oh, okay. So like, it's not like a terrible amount of money, but at the same time, like, it's just like, well, if you don't have the money, shouldn't be like having that like big of a wedding. So that's mm-hmm. what bugs me the most is like the average, the whole wedding industrial complex is fucked and I could talk about this forever but like the (laughs) average seriously like I feel so fiery passionate about this but like the average U.S. wedding costs $30,000 which that's average yeah that's not like that's not like as crazy as they can go that's the average which is Mm -hmm. absolutely insane that that's the average Mm -hmm. like it blows my mind like I don't know how you can justify spending that much money on one day for anything it's so insane like you can literally go buy like a condo or something with that you know like in Mm -hmm. most places you could get some pretty nice housing for that like it's just insane to me like I but then like when people go into debt over it and like it's one thing like okay if you are just like have the money and are independently wealthy or you've been saving up for this and you really want to do it like great fantastic but like don't like take out loans and like ruin your life over it that's what blows my mind like I'm not against people having like a big crazy expensive wedding if they want to and they can afford it like I think it's stupid but sure whatever go for it but don't like ruin yourself financially (laughs) like Mm -hmm. geez (laughs) like crazy uh get some like good food that people will actually eat get some like cheap beer and cheap wine and that's like mostly what you need like that's like the essentials like anything after that is like gravy but at least like if I'm going to a wedding those are the three things I'm looking for yeah just get Mm -hmm. good food and no one else nothing else really matters honestly but yeah it's so so crazy to me but I think the one interesting thing that may come out of the global pandemic is the fact that I think a lot of wedding things have had to be entirely reconsidered and changed and I think things may never go back to how they were on a lot of levels there will probably always be some people who have the big blowout weddings and stuff but I think the whole focus on all these things that you supposedly like have to do to have like a good wedding or whatever have like gone out the window now because people can't do them and people are just like realizing you don't need like this massive expensive wedding with all these things like you can cut stuff way down and still like get married and have like a cute little small ceremony and stuff and like everything's fine so it'll be interesting to see kind of like where wedding trends go in the future but I think this could like maybe permanently change things for the better I'm hoping anyway 
Yeah, and the thing yeah. that like really bothers me is there's some venues that will like charge twice as much if you tell them that they're you're doing a wedding there versus oh, like that's like everything. Like no, region. everything wedding yeah. related. You slap wedding in front of something and it like doubles the price. Like, oh, get a photographer, cool. Oh, get a wedding photographer. That's gonna be an extra like couple thousand, you know? Like it's crazy. Like flowers, like cakes, like everything is like marked up. Just there's like a wedding tax on everything. It's so stupid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, never say you're planning a wedding when you like uh when you order this stuff. Just like hot tip. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but wow. Well, was there any sort of resolution? Did this girl ever come back and post anything or do we know? No, that was the end of the story. It was just she told her parents like no and then like they're mad. I mean, good for her. Yeah. yeah. But gosh, that's so crazy. Wow. All right. Well, we will take a little break. And when we come back, Philip is going to share some stories with us. Are you planning on having a wonderful holiday season with your family? Well, before you do that, management would like to schedule a company-wide meeting with you. Are you trying to wrap a project before the new year starts? Well, management will only take up 90 minutes of your time to talk about how to improve productivity. It's the absolute best use of your time. Are you expecting to at least get a bonus out of this meeting? Well, management is doing you one better and giving everyone two small slices of pepperoni pizza so you'll shut the hell up and get back to work. Well, at least we're all getting paid to listen to this bullshit. Right, and we are back. And now we are going to have Philip share stories with us. So take it away, Philip. All right, well, to give a little background to this. So um, I finished my like PhD back uh, August, 2018. Um, and I, I had been doing like the job search for a while, but like by the time I graduated, I hadn't found anything yet. It is, it is like, that's a whole nother subject I'm like, finding jobs in industry with a like PhD, just because there's like not as many, you have to use like connections, yada, yada. But um, so when I kind of got to that point, I was like, oh, you know, I'm just going to use use this time, like go do some trips and stuff like that. Um, and I was just like kind of banking on like, oh, but, you know, I'll keep submitting some jobs and eventually I'll find something. Uh, but then, you know, 2018 turns to 2019. Um, and I'm like, well, I need to like actually like get some money coming in. Uh, but also since I was still job hunting and stuff, I was like, well, I don't want to try to get like a job that, uh, you know, would like have me on stringent hours and, you know, if I needed to leave for an interview and everything. So I was like, you know what, I'll give Uber driving a try and see, uh, you know, how this turns out. And, um, at the time I was down, it's still in Gainesville, Florida, which is a you know huge college town. So as you might, might imagine, um, I, I had some very interesting experiences through this. Uh, I guess I was an Uber driver until was that like May, so just just like five months. I guess I should get some context that I mainly worked nights. Um, well, that's when you make the money as an Uber driver, yeah. right? Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, you get that. And, money. and it being yeah, and it being like a college town, it had a really good bus system like during the day, uh, which is surprising for like an American place. Um, but so obviously like you weren't you know students were going to use the bus not like an uber car during like the day so i'd I'd usually end up working maybe like maybe like 7 p.m to like 5 a.m or something like that but uh anyway so this one was uh like the bars had like closed it was like 3 a.m or something like that 
um, picked up a guy um, from like the downtown area. Um, and he was just, he was just like, hey, man, I just wanted to ask you, like, you know, I, I, I like, like met this girl. She like gave me like her number and stuff. And I want to like get over there quick to meet her. Like, um, can, can like, like, what can I give you to like, to go like really fast? <laughs> um, and he basically like offered me all the like, like, I think it was like 20 extra dollars or something. Um, and I was like, okay, I'll do, I'll do what I can. Um, so I, I may, I may have uh, broken a few traffic laws, um, along that route. Um, you know, but, but I mean, it was like 3 a.m. I like, literally did not see any other cars. I guess he was just really thirsty. You know, if, if you, you go know yeah. saying that, uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. to get there. Yeah. Cause he was, he was just very much in a hurry, but, uh, finally got him there. He dropped off and like, you know, he like handed me the money. He's like, thanks man. Like you're a lifesaver. I'm like, I don't really feel that way, but you know, good for you, man. You're, you're, you're fine. You're finding at least something tonight. <laughs> <laughs> no, Philip, so, you are a hero. <laughs> <laughs> but so like, how okay. much did he give you? I think, yeah. I think it was about 20 bucks. It was like 20, $25. Nice. So, yeah. That's a good okay. tip. Cash too, so. Here's my question though. Like, did he think that the offer was like going to change if he didn't get there super fast? Like, did, like, was there like a time limit on this, like, you know, ladies offer or whatever? Like, I just don't understand the insane rush to get there. <laughs> I don't know. Like my, my guess is that like, oh, if he waits too late, she's like going to go to sleep. Cause I guess okay. like I said, it was like 3 a.m. or something. So that's kind of like my theory, but okay. um, he, I, I, he never like said quite why with the hurry was. <laughs> Okay, I can maybe. see that. But also maybe he had told her she, she was he was gonna go over there like way earlier or something. Ooh, and then he was like out with the boys, and then he was and she was like, You better get over here or like I'm gonna lock you out or whatever. And he was probably like, Oh shit. Like, you know, I could see that. Or maybe she like texted three dudes and like the first one to get here, like this is like this the amazing duty. race. <laughs> like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> what a fun game that would be. <laughs> That would be oh, very oh fun, God. honestly. That would actually be amazing. I'm upset. I've never tried that. <laughs> wow. And then, like, when the first one arrives, you just turn your phone off. Like, <laughs> game over. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, sorry, you didn't make it. <sighs> All right. So uh, another one. Um, this one was. It was also like after the bars closed because you know no nothing really good happens like after two a.m. Um, as I can attest uh, from driving around. Uh, but anyways, like bringing this guy, I guess he was, it wasn't his apartment complex. It was like a friend of his, um, but it, like a lot of the like newer apartments are like gated. Um, so unfortunately, like this guy didn't know like the code and for, um, to like get in. And then like, so I was like, okay, when there's like one other car behind us that had like just pulled up. So I'm like, well, I'm kind of stuck. But then behind them, three like police cars roll up, and it, it's oh. just like, oh shoot! Like what? Like what? This doesn't look good. Um, so one of them like comes up and is like, asks like, what's like the issue? And I was like, well, like I'm the Uber driver trying to like drop this guy off. So he actually like buzzes us in. Um, oh, so nice. myself and that one other car behind me are able to pull in, and then these three cop cars like pull, like pull in as well. I'm like, that, that, yeah, that's kind of sketchy looking and then <laughs> like as I get to the guy like to drop him off at like the building like his friend is in there's like five I counted like five other police cars and they're all centered around this one one of the apartment buildings I was like oh geez I didn't know if there was like a sting going on or 
something like that. So that, that but it was it was like really like that first like oh no like when I see like the cop cars coming up I'm like oh no they're trying to get in I am literally just like locking the way. Dude in yeah, Florida so like I, that I could, no, be I, I no could be anything. Yeah, yeah, it could yeah. literally like, anyone's guess. Alligators. <laughs> yeah, you know. Wow. Well, maybe Flor- Florida man was probably in there. That, oh, Florida man guess. was absolutely involved. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So um, I was, uh, there's like an old HBO show called like Taxi Cab Confessions, like where like, I don't know, people would get like naked and like, there'd be like, re- confess all these like really weird things. So did like any like hooking up or like really weird, like sexual confessions that anyone did like during your Uber stint? So, I mean, they kind of get the whole range. So like there, there was one clear memory of like a couple that got in you know this is like they were going home after dinner and this wasn't even like after the bars closed it was like uh maybe like 7 or 8 p.m or something but uh, they were very Hmm. touchy-feely um start then then you could all of a sudden start hearing you know uh hear the lip smacking and you know (laughs) one one glance at the rear of your mirror is like okay so uh this is going on (laughs) you know of course you know it's always that interesting thing on the uber driver you're just like well got to keep this like you know, professional and just be like, just, you know, drop these people off and not think about what they're doing in like the backseat of my car. But um, yeah, so that, that, it, it was a very, it's a very interesting experience. Another one is kind of like on the opposite side where um, I guess you're saying more like on the confessions um, where it was like a girl I like, got into my car, like leaving some like house party and she was like in tears um, oh. and oh, she no. started talking a little bit and, like she had like she had like just broken up with like her boyfriend like that night oh. I guess she like caught him with someone else oh no uh, oh no yeah, at the so, party at the party yeah and was just oh. like called me and left um so you you, you I definitely got a lot more of like people it, it's interesting you have like a lot of people obviously that didn't talk or like say anything just get in the back seat that's it but then it's like, I guess the uh, that kind of like, oh, you're a stranger. We're never going to like interact with again. Like, let me tell you like this thing that's on my mind. So I like that. That was like the most like dramatic one. But then there were like people that were like, you know, talked about like someone they were seeing or hmm. were going to go out like on a date with and stuff like that. So that's maybe a little more like of the wholesome side. Uh, but l- luckily I didn't have like anyone like strip off their like clothes or anything <laughs> like that. That people have like that decent yeah i mean like generally like the world is not like porn so i mean like th- that makes sense <laughs> but you know <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Ask. yeah. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> one that really made me uncomfortable though that was like kind of in in the sexual nature was i picked up like two like middle-aged men from a mm. uh, hotel i guess they were in town for a conference or something and basically, like, they're, they were asking me, like, how easy the college girls are in the town. And I was just like, I am not going to be a part of this conversation. And <laughs> I, oh, I was, like, no. one of the few times I felt like I needed, like, to bathe, like, afterwards. I'm just like, I, I just don't want to deal with this. That sounds intriguing. Yeah, I've, I've always wondered. Like, it's always interesting to talk to Uber drivers and ask them about their crazy stories. Like, I'll get in like back when we could you know take ubers like i would sometimes ask them like you know like if they've ever seen anything crazy or like what's happened and stuff and i would hear some interesting stories but a lot of them were just like oh yeah everything's cool so yeah. i don't know it seems hit or miss <laughs> so this this was my very last uber drive um look, luckily this was like right around when i 
did like the job interview to get like the job I have now. So I lucked out that that timing was like good because like after this, I was just like done um, being an Uber driver. Uh, so yeah, there's the very, very last passenger I had. So it was, um, and it, it had been her, it was actually her last night of work. Uh, and I actually had some friends later that when I was like retelling this story, like that they um, were actually at that bar and they're like, oh yeah, like, like so many people were like giving her shots, um, oh, you know, because no. you know, last night got to celebrate. So by the time um, it came or by the time I got there, you know, bars are closing. She was like, couldn't stand, um, you know, couldn't really talk even and stuff, which, which is already like kind of alarming to begin with, but but luckily, like one of her like coworkers like came with, um, so the, the the like ride over to like her apartment was like uneventful. Um, she was basically like not you know not too with it like in the back seat with like her friend. Um, but the issue was that like in the instru- like the directions for like you know showing like on my phone, it just had the complex but not the apartment number. Um, so we we're like, well, shoot, like. You know, like she wasn't really like responding. Um, So it was like, well, you know, I don't know like where to exactly drop them off. And like the coworker didn't even know. Um, But then like, you know, like she basically like lost consciousness. So it's like, okay, like we need to like, you know, this is like above and beyond like what an Uber driver is like supposed to deal with. We got to like call, call EMSA. Um, So yeah, just pulled over, um, like, you know, call, call the ambulance. Uh, they were like coming on their way. Um, like her friend was kind of like tending to her, um, but you know she, she she had like regained consciousness. But unfortunately, um, well, she started throwing up all over the back of my car. Um, yeah. Oh no. Uh, which yeah, it, it it was oh man. So eventually, like you know, the EMSA came. Um, and they're just like, yeah, she, you know, they, they took her away. Um, and like the, the coworker was still with me and he, and he was just like, yeah, can you like, just take me to like the hospital that they were taking her to? Um, and so one, one, uh, thing I guess I should have mentioned is, the, um, I still have like, obviously the, the trip still running like on the app. Cause obviously it's like, well, I did, one, I didn't like drop her off. So couldn't like turn it off. Uh, but also it was like, well, technically still. <laughs> still on the clock for this um so but so eventually like got the friend there um you know then then was able to like end the end the trip um but even then i think by that point because it was also like there was like a surcharge because it was at the the um uh like closing time i think like the base of the trip was already like 50 60 dollars Oh, no. I mean, this was this was to go maybe like th- like four miles or something like that, um, just based on because by by the t- it it would take it this ended up being about like an hour and a half, um, like to get through all of that. So but the, so but the um, hospital was like right by like a mall, and obviously this was like by this time it was like three thirty a.m. or something like that. So I pull over there, you know, turn on the car lights, look in the back seat, and I I see what you know all that she left me in its full glory. Um, but of course there's, there's a whole procedure for Uber that if someone like throws up in your car, so I'd like do all the documentation for that. Um, and I guess, I think that ended up chart cause there's like the cleanup fee, which is like $150 or something like that. 
Uh, that was one thing I did have to think like in the back of my mind, like through it all, my God, it's like poor, poor girl, like last night of work was having lots of fun. And then she's basically going to wake up the next day with like, you know, of course a hospital bill and like, you know, close to 200 charges from Uber, you know, finally I pulled back to my apartment um, a little bit after that, like, and like just immediately started cleaning, but it was just like one of those things, like once I like, it, it, it obviously I didn't have like a deep cleaner. So I like cleaned up best I could, but you know, you could still just like smell it and everything. And just like during all that, I'm just like, I'm, I want to be done with this. I'm, I'm finished. And I said, luckily then I got like that job offer. Like, I think it was like a week and a half later, but um, I'm, I'm just like glad that it did. Cause after that, I was just like, I don't want to deal with people anymore. So there you go. My, my craziest story that made me never want to be an Uber driver again wow so that just officially like did you in like <laughs> you're like i'm done <laughs> no that would yeah. I, that would be my deal breaker yeah. too i think <laughs> i don't know is 150 dollars like a lot or a little for like a vomit in a car like for like all the work and like money that you had to pay to clean it up i mean it, it more than covered it especially since i just ended up using like i borrowed like some friends like cleaner and stuff like that so um, in the end, I was able to like, keep like, you know, maybe spent like in terms of like cleaning supplies, maybe like 20, 30 bucks. Um, okay. but obviously you're right. If, if you're going to be someone that's like going to go and get it professionally cleaned and stuff, that's probably going to be 70 to a hundred or more dollars. So you're right that it's not necessarily like really like benefiting the Uber driver, maybe more just like intended to cover the costs, but but they don't, they don't really compensate looking. you for the mental trauma. <laughs> right. No, they, they do not. They do not have such benefits like that. <laughs> for, the, yes. for, for the therapy you need afterwards. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. Yeah, oh, this, this wasn't the first person to even like throw up while in my car. Luckily, like the other people were like, their friends had like brought like bags. So like those, like nothing got anywhere. That is very just, like, that's very yeah. proactive of people. Like I'm impressed. I know. <laughs> I've never done yeah. that. Like good for them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. But, but this one, yeah, it was just like, oh man, it's, it's still, I still think back to myself sitting in, I guess the mall was called Oaks Mall, just like sitting in that parking lot, just kind of staring at it. And I'm just like, that's, that's where you feel like, you know, you just start to question a number of things in life. <laughs> what led me to this moment? <laughs> what? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Awesome. Well, thank you for sharing your Uber driver stories with us, Philip. Those were uh, very entertaining and insightful about the life of an Uber driver. <laughs> mm -hmm. Awesome. Uh, well, next up, we are going to do a little Christmas segment just because like we said, we, it is the holiday episode. So first up on the agenda, um, I want to touch briefly on holiday gifts. And do you guys have a worst gift you've ever received? I mean, maybe the worst thing that like ever happened to me on a Christmas was when I realized I like wanted to break up with like the girl I was dating, like on Christmas, but <laughs> Wow, you had that realization like on Christmas Day. She and I had been dating for a few months, um, but like I remember, like like we ended up breaking up like end of January. So it took me a little bit to like reach that point. But this is right when like basically like that main seed was planted because like I like I she, like I went back to Oklahoma. Um, she was she lived in Florida, 
Uh, but I remember like calling her um, and like, you know, like Christmas day, just to say hi and everything. And I, I remember saying like, like, oh, I miss you. And her, her response was like, oh, thanks. And ah. like, just, just like immediately, <laughs> I just felt like this emotional response. Like I didn't like say anything more. I just like kept the conversation like moving on. I think I like ended like a few minutes later, but like there, I could just like tell, like I could just like feel like something in my gut that I was like, yeah, this isn't going to go anywhere. <laughs> Yeah, so, you're just uh, like uh, that's, that's that's a gift of some kind. <laughs> the gift of clarity. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Interesting. I like it. <laughs> well, my worst one is it's a very cliche one, but it's one that I have come to um appreciate now. So one year, among other presents, my mom literally got me socks for Christmas. And they weren't even like fun socks, they were literally just like like boring socks and I was so annoyed with her I actually cried because I was like why would you just give me socks that's like the lamest gift ever and now I just want to publicly apologize to Kathleen because now I am so excited when I get new socks and it's just like the saddest like I I just feel so old now that I'm like oh my gosh socks thank you my toes get so cold like (laughs) so worst gift at the time but now I I see the error of my ways so um I I understand mom thank you (laughs) I don't think it was like terrible terrible but one of those things like growing up so I had this like side of my dad's family who like the aunt and uncle were like kind of assholes and really still are honestly but like they would sometimes like get me like Christmas gifts to like try to like make me like mad or something like that. Like, I don't know. I was always like a nice kid and like pretty polite. So like it never like really worked, but like they got me the same video game for like either like three or like four years in a row. And so like they, yeah, they would and like, it wasn't even just like, and I would say like, thank you and stuff like that. They're like, oh, have you played it before? Are you excited about it? Like they would like do that of like trying to like get me to like response to that. But I never really did. I, I mean, like I said, I was a pretty polite kid. So I was, I was like, oh no, thank you. Like I, I don't really have this, but like, thanks and stuff like that. And it's like, my parents even told me like later on, they're just like, yeah, like they were fucking with you, but like, thank you for like being a good kid and never being upset and they were pretty good too because they're just like yeah if they're getting you the same gift like we can return it at walmart and get you like something different so i was always like all right well that's great <laughs> i was gonna say that seems like kind of a weird investment to like for like basically a gag gift to like buy the same video game like multiple times like those aren't cheap i don't know that just seems like extreme to me <laughs> yeah it was a weird plan i can't like and like if for the first two times it happened, I thought it was just like a genuine mistake. But then like by year, either like three or four, it was just like, to me, I was like catching on like, okay, like they're clearly doing this like on purpose. Like, how do you get the same thing? Like every single year? Yeah. Wow. Well, that is, that is bizarre. All right. So my next question is what is your guy's favorite Christmas movie? My dad loves Christmas story. And so that'll just be on during Christmas. So I feel like that's the default answer, but it's also like not very like interesting. So I don't want to like leave it there. I think one of my favorite things ever, and I don't do this like every single year, but I feel like the Star Wars holiday Christmas special is like really everything (laughs) that Christmas is about without being really about Christmas. It's about life day. Life day. (laughs) There's like the nostalgia of like, 
Star Wars, which is kind of like Christmas, like you always think back to like your past. I think that's like why people hype up Christmas so much is like thinking about it as like kids or like want to reintroduce and stuff and everything. But then there's also just like the weirdness, like because the holiday special is like without a doubt the weirdest holiday movie I can think of. Because like it's structured very strangely. It's like a variety show. Like the Wookiees like don't speak English or have subtitles. It's just like a bunch of like for like an hour and a half. Like it makes no sense. So I, I don't know. Like to me, it's very Christmassy, even though like it doesn't really flow, but whatever. Well, and now there's the Star Wars, the Lego Star Wars holiday Christmas special, which is truly the cutest thing ever. Um, so if you have not watched it, it's on Disney Plus. Check it out. It's it's adorable it's like every funny like star wars internet joke it's just very self-aware i love it so do they Definitely. have wookies roaring at each other with no they do titles? yes 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 that's what it's all about yes chewie's family comes for life day in lego form and it's the cutest thing ever so oh, yeah you cute. yeah but it's legitimately adorable so um check it out it's for children but also really funny for adults because they like i said it's very self-aware um Awesome. Philip, what's your favorite? The first one I've seen like on Netflix, there's like this series, like, you know, Christmas movies that made us. Yeah, I, I have it on my list. I haven't watched it yet, but um, it looks good. I, I recommend it. I mean, and that kind of ties in because probably my favorite one and this is their first episode is Elf. Um, I have never seen one. I have never uh, seen Elf, you what? guys. How have I you never seen Elf? I don't know. Really? I've never seen it. Yeah. <laughs> I need to watch it. I've never, I don't know. Just, I don't know how I missed it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I'd say it's definitely a must. And, and then it'd be cool. Then I'd say then like watch that, then watch like that one to see the making of. Um, because it's interesting to like see one, like how it almost never happened. One, how the story was almost really different. But then also like just from a cinematography, like how they do uh, kind of like they had to do a lot of like the perspective shooting, like in Lord of the Rings. Um, yeah oh like forced it, it, it perspective was, cool yeah yeah so it's interesting that but is that one and then also i I say this one is like a joke but also kind of serious i would put die hard as one of my close ones too. well that no that that's dead serious because <laughs> that's that's mine i was gonna say is die hard so <laughs> no, it, be you too. it is a christmas movie absolutely so mm. bruce willis said it's not but he's wrong he's so. wrong i i'm sorry i won't listen yeah. to that i won't accept it it is absolutely christmas movie the ultimate christmas movie um so good it takes place on christmas it's all about christmas you couldn't have the situations of die hard because half the building's like closed because of christmas so like it is a christmas movie like it ties into the plot like yeah yeah. his his wife's his wife's name is holly yeah like it's so christmassy like absolutely yeah so i would say that is my top one um i also um this is another one that's debatable as to whether it's a Christmas movie or not, but Nightmare Before Christmas, most people would say it's a Halloween movie, but I say that it can span from Halloween all the way through Christmas because it does incorporate both. Um, and then my favorite, like really cheesy one is The Holiday because it is a surprisingly excellent film and I don't care what anyone else says. Um, Jack Black as a leading man is all I ever needed in life, so worth the so watch you, you're like have a secret fantasy about like jack black and kate winslet like hooking up yeah that's my dream in life it's beautiful and perfect don't tell me otherwise <laughs> <laughs> i have not seen the holiday actually I, i've it's, always wanted to it is legitimately a good movie like i 
I I really like it and I'm not a huge chick flick person but I I truly love the holiday it's just it's great every every plot point in it is just really well thought out it's actually very well done but it's cute Cameron Diaz is very funny in it like she's great like a lot of like physical comedy like she's she's just very funny um and I don't normally love her I'm kind of like hit or miss on her but um she's really good in it and then of course Jude Law's in it and he's just great and everything so like yeah it's it's a perfect film (laughs) nice i'll have to give that a watch then yeah yeah for sure um awesome well that was our little holiday segment um and i will just get into a thirst corner so who wants to go first? I have one, um, but let's see if Philip has a thirst to share. That's a tie-in. I, I, Joe, you may actually remember the, the actor's name, but so I've been I've been watching for the first time the HBO series uh, Watchmen. Um, yes. Because like yeah. my parents finally got like HBO Max, um, so I was like, you know, and it's like oh, I better watch the show that's like one of her good things about it, but it's also like based in Tulsa. Mm-hmm. Um, and for one, like. Um, do, do you remember who plays the the um, Cal slash? Well, can I can I say spoilers on this show or? Yeah, go um, for it. I don't yeah. think anyone. It's, who a, it's a year to old. This. Who, who, so. who plays Who plays Doctor Manhattan? Do you remember the game? It was like something on oh, I think. Yeah, on yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I know the actor because he's in a lot of stuff. But like every time, like I can never think of his name. But I know who you mean. Ube something Muhammad. Yeah, yeah. but Ube is not like that. But like that guy is like ripped yeah he is and, and even, even like the other like they like there were like other it seemed like whenever there was ever like a guy that didn't have his shirt on it was always a guy with like massive pecs and a six-pack and i don't know just like man these are like why, why is everyone so muscular like but i guess it's like a superhero <laughs> one why is everyone so, so ripped in this version of tulsa so, <laughs> yeah. so, especially, considering, yeah, especially considering like oklahoma's like been been on the path of being like one of the more obese states in the nation so it's yeah like, <laughs> wildly I'm, I'm inaccurate for a little bit of that I, I need i need some more i need some more like muscular people uh to kind of bring bring the state average down you know <laughs> yeah so yaya abdul mateen the second is the guy's mm-hmm. name that's why i can always like never it always like slips my mind but yeah and like to philip's point as well like there's also like male nudity and like he goes all for it because that's part of the character of Dr. Manhattan. And like, I mean, he like, dude has a great body, like all the way around. Like, just <laughs> good saying. for him. <laughs> yeah. Wait, he's the blue guy, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I am not a Watchmen person, but um, wow. Well, good for him. And yeah, I feel like um, that is not an accurate depiction of you know the the general population in Tulsa that everyone is just ripped and looking great but like good for them <laughs> awesome <laughs> excellent um Joe what is your thirst for this week so I'll say like also on that series like Jean Smart she's like a little bit older but like she's still got it going like she's like very attractive for an older woman um she was on like Fargo um she was on Legion like she's been a lot of stuff but like she's like she still looks good um but the one I really wanted to focus on and it's been on my mind for a while and I guess like maybe since like you and Kim were hitting on like political figures okay this one's a little surprising the prime minister of New Zealand 
Oh, J- Jacinda Arden or whatever. Yeah. Okay, I sh- I love her. She is the best. Like her policies she's are amazing. Awesome. Yeah, she's clearly like running a country very well. She like is very attractive. She yeah, like I don't know, like all the way around. Like she's, she's like a great it. mom. She just had a baby yeah. like a while back. Like good for her. Yeah, she's truly doing the most. Love her. And they've had like zero COVID because of her. Like, it's insane. Like she's superwoman. Yeah, yeah. Um, we should all be Kiwis apparently because it just seems like life would be better. Um, well, that's a good one. I like that. Um, mine for this week is um, a little bit of an odd one because it's actually a, a couple like as an entity. Um, but I think I've talked about this on the pod before, how much I love like the Conjuring franchise of movies. I think I've mentioned it, Um, but I love all of them so much. Um, I call it the the Conjuring cinematic multiverse because they're just expanding it. Um, I hope one day for it to be as expansive as Marvel um, because I think that they have the potential. Uh, But I love the Warrens as portrayed by Patrick Wilson and Vera Farmiga like yeah in those films they are the perfect couple they are so in love it is so pure and they make me feel so safe because you know when the Warrens come in like they're going to help the family that's being haunted and everything's going to be great in the end and then Ed Warren played by Patrick Wilson is going to bust out his guitar and like sing an Elvis song and you just know everything's going to be happy and I love them so much I I want, I'm not even haunted by anything. And I want the Warrens to just show up in my life and, and fix it. Cause they're great. Like they could just move in. They always like move in with the family too, when they're like helping them deal with the hauntings. And it's, it's just so beautiful. And that's my thirst. They're the best couple ever, um, fictional or otherwise. I can't speak about the Warrens in real life because like, I don't know, maybe they were dicks in real life. Who knows? But like the, the couple portrayed in the movies is perfect. So that's my they're thirst. They're very corner. like supportive, wholesome. They are. Culture. They are just so pure and good. And I, I love them so much. They love each other. They seem like great parents. It's great. Just mm, perfection. I was curious just now to see like who's Patrick Wilson is uh, married to just to like, I don't know. I was bored. Anyway, I don't know how to say her name at all. She's like Polish, but she's very cute. Good for her. Dag- Dagmara something I don't know love it I'm glad he's happily married that makes me happy but yeah I love Patrick Wilson hugely underrated actor he should be an A-list star I don't know why he's not Um, I don't know either he's he's a good dude he's been he's so underrated it really upsets me yeah but anyway that's my thirst corner so um that about wraps it up the only um stuff we have left is some random chatter um I'll start us off on this because I have one that I was, uh, that just happened last night. So it's fresh in my mind. I was telling Joe about this. Um, so you guys have heard, I have been on a, a Batman journey recently. Uh, me and Joe, or me and Andrew have been at Joe's suggestion have been watching, um, the Batman movies, like all the different variations of them. So of course we love the dark Knight trilogy, but then we went back and watched like the four, older ones um from the 80s and 90s and then we of course did yet another rewatch of the dark knight trilogy because like why would you not you know um so we finished up the dark knight trilogy you know for the bazillionth time recently and joe was like are you gonna watch the ben affleck batman movies and i was like i don't know if we can do it and he's like well you give, give, give it a try or whatever so i'm like all right 
Like, we'll try them. We'll check it out. So we start watching Batman versus Superman last night. We like barely made it like 10 minutes in. Like we were so upset. We, we started looking at how long the movie was. It's over three hours. So we were like, oh, hell no. And then the, like, just everything about it was so upsetting. And then we go and look at the Rotten Tomatoes score and it's 28%. And at that point we were like, <laughs> we were like, I, I, I give up, I quit. And we stopped watching it. And to quote Andrew, he, you know, respects himself too much to waste three hours of his life on that movie. So that's how far we made it. And I don't think we'll be trying again. So in conclusion, I cannot handle Batfleck. I just, I can't do it. I'm sorry. So I sent you the fight scene out of that movie because it's actually pretty good. Did you ever watch the fight scene? Not yet. I will. That's actually like, they, he, Zack Snyder is a good director and he did do well, like on terms of fight choreography on this one Batman scene. So definitely give that a watch. But yeah, I think Batman versus Superman is like without a doubt, like the worst Batman movie of all. Like, Philip, I know you've seen it, so you have any thoughts? The cinematography is good, but story-wise, it's just dreary. Uh, yeah. It doesn't really feel... It's even like Man of Steel just doesn't really feel true to the source material. Uh, I, I do not like um, Mark Zuckerberg uh, or whoever the uh, guy is that plays yeah. uh, Lex Luthor. Um, oh, it's, I, oh I, Jesse Eisenberg? Jesse Eisenberg, yeah. yeah. I love, I mean, the, I love I that think... you just straight up called him Mark Zuckerberg, though, <laughs> because that is true. Like... <laughs> you're you're not wrong <laughs> yeah, but I, I just grow, growing up on like the the, the uh, justice league cartoon tv show like i just need lex luther to one be bald but also just have like that deep menacing voice right you know, the, the, it was just like intimidating and then here i'm just like oh it's like a silicon valley guy that wears flip-flops or something like that and it's like so, yeah. yeah, yeah. Just overall, didn't didn't like it. Didn't didn't like how they tried to implement. They tried to like put too much to like force a cinematic universe in it. So they, it, it basically seems like they were they were trying to pull a Marvel, which some sometimes if you're trying to force things, it's just not going to work. And I think I think that's kind of the summation of the movie. Yeah. So it has like Sarah didn't get to it, but it has like the laziest world building I've seen in a movie. And they're like they're trying to set up Justice League. And like you could do some cool stuff. And I think Wonder Woman actually flows pretty well in that movie. But then like Batman sends her literally an email of like, hey, look at these people. And then Wonder Woman pulls up like three videos and watches three videos on her computer of like Cyborg, Aquaman and Flash. It's so lazy. It's so stupid. And it like flows into what's wrong with that movie of just like trying to tie in too much and kind of just doing it in like a very lazy way. Yeah, I, I, I just couldn't do it. And I don't think I'll ever be able to do it. I'm sorry. So I just think the, the, the Justice League franchise is like not for me generally. Um, yeah. Yes, Lego Batman is last up on the agenda and then will be complete, I think. So and Wonder Woman 84 is out this week. Yes, I am actually really excited yeah. about that because I did actually really yeah. like Wonder Woman. So um, that, that'll that be good. I, I'm pumped and, for that. And uh, reviews so far have been really good. So I'm excited. Well, it's got Chris Pine in it, so we can't lose. Like, I love him. <laughs> He's the yeah, best. Yeah, we got uh, 
Pedro Pascal and Kristen Wiig. So two great Thirst Corner editions on the uh, universe as well. Wait, which perfectly mm-hmm. leads us into my other random chatter. Pedro Pascal adjacent, of course. Um, Mandalorian season finale was um, oh, yeah. so, 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 so good. Joe, you haven't watched yet, so we won't spoil it for you, but just so, 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 so good. Oh my God. Um, and yeah, we'll talk about Mando more on a future um future episode once joe's finally watched season two but um it was such an amazing finale so oh my god um love pedro i'm gonna watch this week so we'll talk in a future episode for sure excellent well i think that about wraps it up um philip thank you so much for joining us yeah yeah thanks for having me on happy to be here Awesome. Yeah, Philip has a date, so good yeah, luck on your date, go. Philip. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's she got she got out a little earlier than anticipated, so I'm like, oh, better uh, better uh, make sure I'm I'm off so I can get get dinner started. <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks so much, Philip. And um, on that note, peace and blessings, y'all. Peace and blessings. Yeah. Merry Christmas. There he is. <laughs>